welcome everybody <laughs> to press play with oh. Sammy P and oh. Kyla T. Today we are talking about dealing with difficult and it's going to be um, difficult people, difficult experiences, difficult personalities, difficult scenarios. Uh, the list could go on. Uh, so Sammy P, you have a story to share. Firstly, obviously, welcome to us both. Oh, welcome oh, to hi. everybody that's here today. <laughs> you're quite you're quite up and about today. I'm really enjoying <laughs> that. That's fantastic. It's great to be with you, Kyla. G'day, everyone. It's funny. Last week on one of the soul coaching training calls, someone said to me, how can we be joyous without being patronising at this moment in time? <laughs> it's all perception, isn't it? Totally. Ah, so share us a chinwag story. Well, there's, there's, there's so many stories, but the one is, um, so the, if you're listening to this, I'm actually sipping my coffee because I decided that the coffee I went and got today wasn't very good. Mm. Um, although I, I, I am probably getting a bit snobby due to, um, having some great coffee with my good mates down at Wine Espresso in Cotton Tree. That was my go-to place. Yeah. So maybe a little bit picky, but, um, I had a similar couple of scenarios just going to cafes, um, in different places you know, particularly, you know, in the last, you know, 12 to 18 months where it's all about signing in and all these mm -hmm. sorts of things. Yep. And it was just not a very pleasant experience this morning. I didn't challenge anything. I didn't do anything. I played by the rules. Yep. You know, but, you know, when the first thing that you do is, oh, would you like to sit in? Okay, sign in. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't seem to go well after that. There's like a whole thing at the moment and it really... So not even a good morning. No. And then I like, I kind of like, uh, I kind of, I maybe didn't back my intuition as well. I was like, I parked and I was like, oh, I've been here before. Yep. A few years ago. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Give it a go. Give it a go. Okay. Righto. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was obviously meant to not go there. <clears throat> and then obviously had the, had the kind of the customers, you know, it's all about the experience. Yeah. It's not yep. just the good coffee. It's the, the customer service and, you know, just hanging out with people, the social element. I could have made it at home and woken everyone up. Yep. And then it was like, oh, sign in. Okay, right, I will sign in. And, um, you know, did that and then ordered my coffee. And then old mate brought out the coffee and just kind of stared at me. And I said, oh, thanks, mate. And just stared at me. And I was like, okay, this is a bit weird. <laughs> and the coffee didn't look great, wasn't very great. And then a mate rang me after I had a couple of sips and asked me how coffee was on the road. And I kind of said what my piece and probably in earshot of a few, I was outside. So that people, maybe the, maybe the owners were out the back, but I kind of yeah. wasn't rude, but I kind of didn't hold back. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of, it's kind of thrown me a bit this morning, Kyla, to be honest. Yep. I was like, Oh, well, it's wow. interesting because one of the things that I talk about when we run like dealing with difficult workshops is noticing when you become the difficult person as well. And it's mm. so easy when we're faced with, I like to kind of preface it with this understanding that we're talking about difficult behaviours and personalities as opposed to people because there might mm. be types of personalities that you just don't gel with. I remember like years ago, so I have had chiropractic since I was a kid and um he was like this old school and i just love him and he said to me when i was younger he was like kyla i'm just gonna let you know this was like as the dating years started progressing <laughs> and uh, got a story too. This is <laughs> and he said you know what 
blokes like different cars, different shapes of cars, different coloured cars. And he's like, do you like all cars, Kyla? And I was like, no. And he goes, so you're not going to be for everybody. And I was like, oh, thanks, Manny. Yeah. <laughs> and I That's think like, what you're sharing is that the more that we that we're not going to be for everybody and different people are in different places and different moods at different moments in time and there's that understanding but who do we become when we are around people that maybe aren't the same vibe as us as well mm. Mm. well and then i'm you know sitting here before we started the conversation and you introduced the topic and i was like <laughs> oh, i've got a story it's funny how we have these how it all just aligns and we have a chat hey mm. and but it's also- like oh, well, actually i don't know their stress you know, mm-hmm. like yep. have they have they been fined? Are they under pressure from something? Yep. Has some shit happened? Yep. What's profit like? You know, has totally. it? You know, even though there's no um, besides the initial the first round of things, you know, North Queensland's relatively untouched, except less tourists, right? So yeah. So what I'm yeah, finding so that's here, what I was going with, like mm. you know, people aren't you know there's and and whether what you're consuming. Um, particularly um, listening to or watching these days can really lower your stress threshold. And I'm like, okay, that was pretty arrogant of me to, you know, assume all this stuff that they're bad people just because of one instance. I can't say I'll be going back. It's not going to change my mind about going no, back. No. <laughs> but it's like it's just having that understanding, that empathy of where they're yeah. coming from. And it's like, well, shit, I don't know what they're going through. Like, okay, mm. that obviously like I don't need to go back I don't you know but obviously you know they're just having you know there must be some shit going on I can't yeah. understand I can't see it it's not about me <laughs> no so I think it's like the other one is the other example that I can best explain that is <laughs> have you ever had someone like ride up your ass in traffic mm-hmm. like ride up your ass you're like yep what the fuck is this dickhead's problem like fuck off <laughs> my mum slams on the brakes <laughs> Yeah, I, I can do certain things as well. I'm not that bad. But, and then and then they overtake you and that. Yep. And then you're just cruising, probably doing the speed limit, and then they're right up someone else's ass. It's like, oh. Or they're stuck wow, in traffic light. <laughs> and then, then you're like, yeah, sucker. Then you're like, the <laughs> and you're like, oh, it so wasn't about me. Hey, I just made yep. that all about me. And that person might be having a shit day. They might be in an emergency. Yep. Yep. Or maybe... Maybe they they are just assholes. Maybe just in general, but mm. like, why should I let that yep. affect yep. my vibe? And I think that's yep. part of coming back to the story. Is one yep. having some understanding, some empathy at the moment that I think everyone's tolerance and stress threshold has been absolutely lowered and obliterated. So people yep. are going to get triggered a lot quicker. Yeah. Um. But then understanding not to take things like a part of my journey and learning is that I take that personally and then yep. my little three-year-old wants to have a tantrum and what about me <laughs> like I was talking about this morning so it's just having that understanding that all of that's going on and and particularly at the moment that threshold is is just that survival that stress reaction yep. you know you know dealing with difficult things like the garbage truck just coming past the car now you know it's just part of life yep <laughs> at the moment everything's a bit everything's yep. a bit and chaotic. I think there's there's two parts that as the observer I can talk about because obviously it was your experience, which is your choice of how long today am I going to allow this to um, bother me? 
I'm going to obviously acknowledge what's come up, acknowledge the emotions, acknowledge that I have the power of control to not actually go back there because service is important and delicious coffee is important. Um, but how long are you going to allow somebody else's mood and attitude to even ruin a part of your day? <clears throat> and then on the flip side, if you are the coffee server person, um, that you also Office. get to do well, the technical term, that's the, the barista, sorry, <laughs> that you actually like get to choose because I have a deep loyalty for my baristas and uh, I find it one of the, because living by myself and spending more time by myself, my coffee experience is really important because I love to have a little chat with people in the mornings and check how they are and kind of feel a part of the community. And uh, I've got two coffee shops here because one's like where I can sit down and one's where I go. And I've noticed throughout all of this, even when I ask them and they share with me, they're really like having challenges around um, tourism and everything like that. And one of the girls is probably early 20s and she only opened it in March last year. She took it over. So she's been hit with everything every day. She's so lovely and it's good morning and she asks how you are and you have a good chat and everything like that. So there's also that personal choice that we have around radical self-accountability of like, what am I going to emanate today? Now, she's also had, there was one day and she's like, I'm just having a really shit day. And that was still fine too, but she didn't project it, right? <laughs> uh, and so I think you're right. There's so many avenues that we're faced with right now. And this is where the things are so important of looking after ourselves because our mood, our mindset, our energy is the greatest contagion right now. And you don't know the impact. I don't know the impact my words or one act or deed might have on somebody's life right now. And so how do we make sure that we are in the place that is in alignment with our own unique individual values, but also that place of like, well, what type of a world, what type of Australia do we want? Kindness, mm. compassion, understanding that, yeah, we don't know the whole story. And if you can like affirm that with yourself, if somebody's up your ass in the car or you're in a coffee shop and you're being treated, maybe not the way that you would like to, or somebody has a go at you, or you receive an email that is a little bit more heated than usual, asking someone if they're in your circumference of like you spend more time with them, is everything okay? Or just not having a go at them uh, is mm. I think those choices that we have. So. Sammy P, I'm curious because for everybody that's on today and listening to the replays, Sammy P is about to launch his survival, surviving to thriving. So as a kind of like tip point for people, if they're having a difficult experience like you've had today, what would you do to like literally, I'm going to say shake it off because obviously that's what I would do. Um, what would you do to kind of reset yourself? Well, I think there was just, just the acknowledgement. So it's nice to have that reflection. Obviously it's a beautiful timing that I get to talk it out with you on yep. a Wednesday. That's quite nice. <laughs> um, the, uh, you know, and then there's obviously there's, there's always a gift of every scenario as well. And I think that the challenge was obviously, you know, I could have actually just said, okay, I, when they asked me to sign in the way that all happened, I was like, am I really going to have coffee here? You know, I could have, yep. you know, part of me doesn't want to be that guy. I don't yeah. want to be lonely, you yep. know, my wounding, my little three-year-old, you know, I could have gone, okay, thanks, but no, not today. And I could have just 
stayed in my alignment mm-hmm. and, you know, and been okay with people not liking me because mm-hmm. it didn't work out anyway, did it? <laughs> <laughs> you know that could have been a challenge the other the other thing that i missed was my intuition going oh i think the coffee was good last time but i remember it wasn't like an, a great experience last time i was here a few years ago and i was like oh okay funny how i didn't and i kind of did that uh, uh, doing oh. the carl barron thing like that backwards and forwards <laughs> like oh no should i oh no are you, are you? <laughs> um and then then the gift is obviously um, there's a few things there. There's obviously the gift of that was like, well, I wasn't in alignment when I went in. Mm. I hadn't grounded myself. I hadn't meditated. I hadn't sort of um, bathed myself in white light or whatever it is that you do. Yep. Look, I, had, I didn't do that. I wasn't expecting that. I was hoping to have the coffee and do that. <laughs> yep. Yep. After. Mm. But, the, but, you know, that and the key to that is that's I think life is really simple it's like how can you turn up in flow how can you turn up in your best self and it's usually through grounding yourself and allowing everything to unfold as it is Mm. it's beautiful yep and that was just a reminder to go okay well you weren't in alignment Mm. and then the gift is to stop taking things personally as well like it's not about me yeah probably nothing to do with me yep and if it is it's not my problem anyway and I don't have to take it on it's not it's to get out of the way so like there's that reflection there's to make sure that I'm in tune and what could I have done better it's more of a reflection yeah. of it and yeah. I think at this time it's it's that grounding piece it's that journaling it's the gratitude it's the meditation it's the yeah. breath work or yeah going for a swim or whatever it is is like it's highlighted like what's the gift of all the shit going on mm. is that to remain grounded isn't that yeah. why we do all this stuff anyway mm. and then stay in flow and see what's the best what's the best um, response rather than reaction? What's the best response in this situation? And I think you give a really good point of our daily preparation or our routines and our rituals. And we'll talk about specifically like if you get waken up by children, because I think that like it's different when you're living alone and you can kind of really create that environment for myself. So then we'll talk from your perspective as well. But what I've noticed in a lot of the digital wellness workshops that we run is how many people start their day external. So start by picking up the phone and then checking social media and things like that. Already, we're kind of going outside of ourselves to start our day, as opposed to I'm gonna ground, I'm gonna center, I'm gonna have a moment of just breathing and coming to myself, setting my intentions for the day, expecting miracles or like I'm at the moment, I'm listening to some Esther and Abraham Hicks. So I kind of wake every day and I'm like, everything always works out for me. And I just like affirm it a little bit and I'm I'm expecting miracles today. And what then happens is I'm open and aligned to seeing a miracle in hearing a bird that I might not have actually listened to or seeing the sun or feeling how warm it is and just being a lot more present with what is available as opposed to where I have gone, especially in the last couple of months and where we can go, which is what's missing, what am I restricted by, what can't I do, this is shit, like I'm blah, blah, blah and that, which is it's normal to happen because right now we're in fight, flight, freeze or fawn. So many people are in that place. So we don't want to make wrong our biological, physiological stress response. Like it's a human Mm. part of where we are. But we get to choose, do we want to be in that state all day, every day? Because from the moment we wake up, 
every choice we're making is determining how am I going to be today? Who am I going to be today? Am I going to be in alignment and flow? Or am I going to allow the stress of the world to have me in the amygdala part of my brain and just reactionary all day? Um, and mm. it's, it's changing a habit, right? So I'm curious for you, because obviously for me, it's a different scenario of I do wake up and it's like I can really control that environment, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, what can you do when you are in a caravan <laughs> and uh, you've got Jacko and like really there's, uh, yeah, what are the things that you can still do and what can people do in those scenarios? Yeah, I suppose you get a bit more efficient, don't you? Um, yep. Like my, my body clock, my morning routine was, um, you know, I would, when we're on the coast, would, you know, be going to the gym at like mm -hmm. five o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, I'd have a coffee with the guys afterwards and that sort of thing. That was kind of quite grounding, kind of got my energy out for the day, mm -hmm. shook it off in my own way. Yep. Um, that was kind of what it was. And then, you know, this morning, you know, I could have probably meditated a little bit more before I went out, but I kind of didn't. But, yeah. you know, it's a little quiet thing when you wake up before everyone else, maybe even just some breathing yep. or listening to a meditation. Yeah. Um, I kind of went out for a coffee because that's kind of part of my ritual. Yep. <laughs> and um, I had the, had the, had the back sort of journaling or just writing my notes or writing my ideas, not really journaling. It's more just, just flowing with whatever is coming out. Like even yep. just writing down stuff that I feel like I need to do, like getting it out of your head. Yep. Um, and then the other times, like during the day, it's like, you might be just, you know, going to the toilet might be, you know, your time yeah. to reset and recalibrate or having a shower. Mm-hmm. I um, we've lost you, Sammy P. I'm sure he'll come back. I have had a lot of conversations uh, around the number of people and particularly men that utilize that moment in time in the bathroom and in the toilet for just a moment of peace. And so part of what we're explaining today is this opportunity to start to have a think about the ways in which in dealing with the difficult, uh, you can create moments to come into alignment with who we want to be, how we want to show up and really what we want to emanate. And they might just be micro moments in a day. And the things that we're talking about doesn't mean that you have to do everything or all of them all the time at any moment in time. It's an opportunity to figure out, well, what works for you. And it can even be that you wake up in the morning and you play with your kids. And that could be a way to just kind of reset yourself. Majority of the things that we talk about, the most important part to it is doing it with presence. So that in that moment, we kind of switch off other distractions, other noises, and we're coming into our own center of gravity what is inside of our control at this moment in time because it's so easy to be looking outside and looking at all the things that can have us feeling really powerless right now and it does it kicks off that fight flight that stress response in our body and from that place it's really much harder to be a kind human and even to then find the time to do the things that are most important to you because what happens is we end up on this like busy treadmill and we're like rushing continuously the whole time as opposed to just slowing down a little bit 
And in the slowing down, there's an opportunity to actually become more aware of what's going with, on. We just have to deal with your, your phone getting too hot in the car. You know, you just have to sort of roll with things these days. Do you know what? Um, I was I was doing a, a, something last year and I was outside and I was talking to a really important client and my phone started overheating. And I was like, but it's okay. It's a perfect example, right? Because we were talking about before dealing with difficult people, but now let's talk about difficult or just like ad hoc situations I always think about in terms of this, it's those moments when you wake up in the morning and you kick your toe on the side of the bed or something like that. And then you say to yourself, oh, it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> but even that sets us up where we can actually go, well, actually, no, all, I've, all that's happened is I've kicked my toe. It doesn't have mm. to be one of those days. But um, what, what happened for you then? What did you notice? What were the thoughts? How did you feel in your body when the phone started overheating? Like what went on? Uh, I went, oh, fuck, because I moved it. I moved the charger. I was like, it was, I was on the front dash and I put on the side side of the mirror. And I was like, that's in the shade. That'd be awesome. I was like, oh, you're bloody joking. And then that that, that was like two seconds. And I was like, oh, Kyla's, Kyla's born to talk. She'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was really nervous. I just panicked. I had no idea what to do. (laughs) You know, if you're going to have real real and random conversations, I suppose your phone's going to drop out. And, you know, like, to be honest, I can't really do much about it. So, yeah, so, you know, it all works out perfectly, doesn't it? Anyone ever listening to this or watching it live at the moment who, like, is in our industry, the reason that we do it this way is that we want to, like, really eliminate any excuses of going live, doing a podcast, being a part of sharing your message in the world because we just do it and uh, the audio might not be great. Sammy P might lose uh, internet connection every now and then. But the main thing is that we show up. And this is the thing in life right now for anyone that's listening as a parent, as a leader, um, a godparent, just a human at this moment in time is we all have little heart missions and we all have who we want to be in the world. And the most important thing is to just keep showing up as that in these difficult moments and these difficult experiences while also giving yourself some time and space for rest. Uh, Like I just shared with Sam when we got on this morning, I was like, oh, I finally feel like I am in my joy like grounded and anchored because I've had like eight weeks of excruciating back pain and I you can't like in that place I still was me but I wasn't feeling completely me and when you have excruciating pain it's a constant distraction from that center of gravity so it has been a really difficult space to be in because I love all my morning routines that are connected to community, are connected to going to, say, F45 or yoga. Uh, and I know that for everybody now, that's a really big piece that's missing with the difficult situations in the places that are in lockdown as well. So I've had to just kind of mix things up a little bit, but also be a lot kinder 
to myself and to my body because I kept having this expectation that it should be better by now. Like it should be better <laughs> by now. I've been to Cairo, I've been to osteo, I've been to kinesiology, I've been to acupuncture, I've done stretching every day, I've done an anti-inflammatory diet, I've done a cleanse. Like <laughs> I've done daily healings. <laughs> um, and it's like when we're in these difficult situations, I think that's an example of reach out get the support that you need physically, emotionally, mentally, but it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be difficult things to face in life and trying to do it alone is not the solution. So Sammy, can you tell us a little bit about your program that's coming up for the people that are listening? Yeah, well, it's, it's I, I feel it's kind of self-explanatory. There's a heap of shit going on <laughs> and people, and people are losing their shit. Yep. And, um, you know, it brought up, well, the, the first lockdown didn't, um, was just around the time of all our shit happening. Yep. And the beauty of, you know, there's even a sense of guilt and guilt and shame around the fact of how we've set up our life now. It's like, oh, wow, everyone's, <clears throat> all my friends, like we just left the Sunshine Coast. Yep. <clears throat> you know, we, we left in, you know, just before lockdown. We didn't know it was coming by yep. the time we left, but it was like, oh, wow, that kind of worked out. You know, we set up our life due all the shit stuff that happened to us. Well, we can't say it's shit because it, it created something epic. The yeah. challenges we had back then. Yeah. Um, and it's basically just allowing teaching what I've learned from other people like yourself and cheese as well. Yep. Um, but then also, you know, I've had the, I think I've got the runs on the board of like, okay, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. um, and that's part of the reason I'm unhappy. Like you can see people stressed and ranting or venting on social media and things like that. And my, my first question goes to, well, the understanding of, okay, deep down, they're obviously not fulfilled in what they're doing. Yep. And so that's kind of where it, where it comes from. And yep. that's, that takes a bit of like, if you just say that, you're like, oh, F off, Sam, that's bullshit, whatever. But, you know, if you're, there's a few people such as yourself and a couple other people that um, are good mates as well, you know, you ask the question of like, what would you be doing um, if you were living your best life? What would you do differently? And yeah. you and a couple other people basically go, oh, I'll be doing the same thing. Yeah. And that I can, I can start saying that now because yeah. of the questions I asked myself in that first lockdown. And I can see it happening again. I can see people losing losing their shit yep. and I feel like I can guide people through that if they want to do it differently yep. and, and thrive in this environment. Yep. Um, I've, I've got some skills and I've got some interesting things to mm. chat about and to yep. basically turn this into the greatest opportunity and your best mm. challenge. And it sounds, I know that can sound a bit cliche and I know that can see a bit like easy or simple. Well, it's probably easy because easy or simple doesn't always mean it's not hard though. No. But I think it's asking, well, what's the alternative? So I had a, yeah. a client last night and she's going through um, the 28 days and I said to her, I'm just really proud of you. And she's in lockdown in Manly. And I was like, hun, like for you to have taken this opportunity to like spiritually go as deep as you can right now and come out of this in a better place, like that's huge. Like who wants to be in lockdown and go into their deepest, darkest shadows at this moment in mm. time? But it's like, well, what do we do with this situation that we're in right now? 
Um, and I get that a lot of people are needing to focus on the immediate of like small businesses, like what are we doing and those parts. But there is also still a daily opportunity to say like, well, how do I sign up to Sam's program and how do I actually be coached and mentored through this so that on the other side of this, I actually feel like I've changed intrinsically and inside of myself. Um, and it takes me back to when I quit investment banking and I'm sure everyone just thinks that like making life changes is easier for me. I don't know why. I think because I just do it. Um, but I think back to that moment in time and one of the younger um, associate, uh, he was an analyst at that point. Now he's like head director in like, cause this is 11 years later. And he was really intelligent, like amazing guy, very generous. And he actually said to me, and he would have been probably 15 years or 10 years younger than me. Kyla, I wish I could do what you're doing and be as brave as you are. Mm. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, I had a mortgage at this point um, mm. and I was like past my prime of like their age and things like that. <laughs> Imagine now. Um, <laughs> and I, it just was this weird thing. And I was like, I said to him, you know, you can. <laughs> and he was like, I couldn't. And mm. he was so stuck in that he was following the pathway that he'd been told to do. So he'd, he'd studied and done this degree and he ticked that. He'd then got a great graduate position and he ticked that. So then he was got, got engaged, so he ticked that. And he was like, I'm on the trajectory that I've told myself I need. So he couldn't even contemplate because my, at that point, it was a seven month career break that I was taking um, and they all thought I was coming back. And so the thought of that for him was that it would jeopardize everything that he'd connected so um, mm. much of his heart and his dreams to, as opposed to in my mind, I'm like, but what if that could like move you even further, like, and move you towards something that you don't even know or understand or comprehend at the time. Um, and so I think some of the inhibitions can be beliefs around what we think we should be doing, which I know mm. you share a lot around, particularly around fatherhood and that path is it's like just asking yourself at this moment in time, do I really believe this? Like, is mm. this path that I'm on what I have chosen or is it what I was taught? And just get curious and compassionate with yourself, knowing you don't have to quit right now. <laughs> like Sammy P, like you had a plan, right? And you made a plan and you took some steps towards it. That's, that's the simple story, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. still question it still tried to do what was expected still yep. thought well we maybe we buy a unit as well you know yep. like maybe i'll do the big boy thing and and uh no none of that happened but it's similar to the um the post i shared i think yesterday about the fear like the fear of towing something for the first time and because mm. we were leaving in the caravan so i didn't want to pack everything up and you know yep. i kind of left it to the last minute to do some practice towing and i was waking up for 12 weeks at like two o'clock in the morning, shitting myself yep. about something that could go wrong. Yep. And then actually did it. And I was like, oh, what was I stressed about? Like, I got mm. this. Like, obviously yep. you drive differently, but like, you know, mm. I can do this. Mm. And that's the same. And then thinking about it, it's just on a different scale of like the, the whole kind of lifestyle change that we've embarked on. It was like, yep. it was all fearful. It was like, how do I do this? How do I do mm. that? What's happened? No, 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 no. You know, but mm -hmm. it, you know, it all kind of seems to it's not it's, it's not without its challenges you know you still got to prune 
your old limiting beliefs away. You still got to do the work on yourself. It still doesn't mean you go, oh, F this or this is crap, you know, and throw your hands up in the air from time to time. Mm. Um, the difference is one that we chose it and two, it's on the path of what we want to do. I'm not playing someone else's game. I'm not sort of stuck yep. doing other stuff for other people. I can do yep. kind of what I want. Yeah. I think it's an important point that you make this idea of I'm choosing it because often people can be in situations where they feel like they aren't choosing it, but no matter what you are choosing it. So it's like whatever um, financial structure we've placed upon ourselves in terms of like mortgages, homes or things like that, we can get down a path where we feel like that's taken control, but we, we're still choosing it. Like we're choosing to be somewhere. We're choosing to follow a certain path. And it's like, so that's where the questioning comes in. It's like, well, do, do I want to do something a little bit differently? Do I want yeah. to look at some study and do something a little bit differently? Do I want to look at a little side hustle? Do I want to just take care of myself a lot more through this process? Do I want to make sure that I'm having lunch breaks? So I'm resetting myself, like whatever it is right now, we need to be asking ourselves, are the choices that I'm making all day, everyone, especially the little ones supporting me to thrive mm. right now and to actually move through this or are they jeopardizing um, my energy, my mood, my mindset, my relationships? Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the key is the little ones. We make these little mm -hmm. choices, these little decisions, maybe even little sacrifices. Yeah. And then once we go down that path of continually doing that, we get to a point where within six months of being in practice as a chiropractor after taking six years to get there, I knew I was, I needed to do something else. Yeah and didn't have the push or the experience or the balls or whatever it was mm -hmm. to do it. And then 18 months into Jacko being born. So what was that in 2018 going, holy shit, what the fuck am I doing? Yep. What's this life all about? You know, what would Jacko's life look like if I wasn't here? Mm. And I was like, holy shit, I'm obviously not doing the right thing. Yeah. And then first lockdown, homeless, miscarriage, Jacko broken leg, yep. um, driving from Warwick to Melbourne, you know, mm completely kind of isolated yeah. and alone going, okay, well, this isn't working. What's, what's, what are we doing? It's obviously not working. So what, what, what are we going to do about it? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. like, and that's not easy, but you know, that the universe is going to keep reminding you that you, this is something you do. And it's a guiding question. It's like, okay, even with um, the clients that, you know, you and I work with, one of the questions that I get to them to ask is like, if you woke up tomorrow, yes, you need to make money, but what would you love to do tomorrow to mm. make money? Yep. Rather than going, oh, what would you love to do? Oh, I'd love to sit on the beach. Well, not, not necessarily realistic straight away. Mm. But it's like, what would you love to do to work, you know, um, to make money and, and really be the full embodiment of you? Oh, I'd like to do workshops and I'd like to yeah. do retreats and I'd like to do this. Well, why are we working on an online program? Yeah. Or why, yep. why, why are we doing this? Oh, it's <laughs> because, because the experts told us yeah, to. Yeah, because that's what I should do. And I was like, well, that's... That's, that's kind of like your halfway step. Why don't we, if you're going to be more embodied, you're going to be more in flow if you're doing exactly what it is that you really want to do. Mm. And what's, what's the abundance? What's the flow that's going to come back to that? Yeah. What's the liberation? What's the freedom like of actually doing that and allowing yourself to receive that as well? Mm. You know, that's, that's what we want to get. That's where I want to take people, yeah. you know, and it may, you may still want to still be doing the corporate thing and doing what you're doing and however mm. you're doing it, you might just need to pivot a bit or maybe you are just need that clarity of like no this is exactly what i want to be doing that's awesome yeah and find is a, most people don't <laughs> totally and there's a big part that's connected to 
having some form of meaningful purpose and contribution. And you can find that in whatever you're doing every day, as long as we're taking moments to acknowledge that we are making a purpose and contribution. Because when I'm coaching, I see so many people that are disregarding that their place within that organization or their place as a coach is actually making a difference or is actually mattering. And um, there was a guy that I met a a few years back and he was top top senior at an ad agency in Australia and um, like he couldn't get any higher he was like a partner there and then he just took a deep breath and he was like okay cool what's next and he started to do these design thinking workshops for teenagers and he got he put an ad up in like the Mossman Daily and got a hundred people booked in <laughs> and but it was his giving back he was like I realized that I I was I got where I was there. My family was great. His kids were great. And he was like, so, but the part was missing was meaningful purpose and contribution. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to start to give back. Then he started working with Aboriginal youth and teaching them design thinking. And so he took what he was great at, but he then just added and juiced up this little bit into his life that then felt like he was giving back. Cause mm -hmm. I think that's a big part that when we're in the difficult situations, what we can forget about is how good generosity and giving and sharing our gifts and talents can feel. And actually that often is the thing that flicks the switch on us being in that survival mode mm. or that um, feeling like our place doesn't matter on the earth. And from that place, and it might be the last thing that you want to do, but it's like so often it can flick the switch out of our story and take us into like being able to support others at certain moments in time. Yeah, absolutely. Bang on. And then, and the other, the flip side of that question then is like, well, how do I know I'm in survival mode? Hmm. Like who's telling me, where am I getting that information from? Yep. Does it, does it really affect me day to day? Hmm. Or am I just perceiving that it is because I keep seeing it? Hmm. Yep. Some, it may be, it may be, but a lot of the time it's probably not. Hmm. Yep. And uh, for everybody, that survival mode will show up in different signs and symptoms, right? Different behaviours, different habits, different choices, different physical symptoms as well. Uh, and I think that's the part of listening to our bodies, listening to our habits and behaviours and just becoming more aware individually because we're all going to have things that bring us there, but it's how long we stay there. Yeah, and I, and then, you know, the, my my question throughout this whole thing to myself is okay what's the opportunity you see mm -hmm. people that have um big businesses this is where they make you know when there's uncertainty and there's yep. pressure this is where they make all their money <laughs> yeah other people are as you know this is where they um become well known for what it is they do because they keep mm -hmm. showing up they keep doing yep. exactly what it is that they're here to do yeah and the part of surviving to thriving is actually going okay what is it that you're here to do like what have you been distracted by yeah what is it that you feel that you're here to do yeah. Let's start doing more of that. Cause like at the moment the chips are down, like, what is it, you know, mm. would you be happy at the end of the day if this was it? Yeah. You know, or should we have a crack at that one thing mm. that you know that you're here to do? Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to also do a shout out to the people that um, are in small business or their own businesses and uh, like having to let staff go and have no idea how to pay tomorrow's rent and things like that too, because 
like it's real right mm. and um it's not a place that we would wish on anyone particularly those that have been in businesses for 30 years and things like that and so in this space also giving yourself the time and space to just mourn grieve get pissed off and then take like tiny small actions that can support you to feel like you're taking your power back because I think this is such a big part in those situations is that our nervous system will just go into chaos and it's like what can we actually do in those moments because it's heartbreaking to hear what's going on right now uh, mm. and to know that this is occurring in a country where we know that mateship and community and all of these things are so important and yet this is one thing that is impacting everybody so differently right because there's also people as you've shared whose businesses are totally thriving through this moment in time yeah. uh, and i feel like that's where the compassion needs to come in of being willing to ask like questions and check in where people are at and what's going on with them and if we're looking at like that dealing with that difficult type way is just knowing that we don't know somebody else's story. We don't know what they're going through at this moment in time, but it doesn't mean that we can't be a catalyst for support and change in that. Uh, and that whatever we're going through, we are going to move out of it at some mm. point in time. Yeah. And I've got some close friends that are like in the middle of that too. So I do know what it's like. Yeah. It's not yeah. just painting, you know, not just sitting here blowing smoke. No. You know, but, but then there's the opportunity. Like there's the other, yeah. you know, one person with their business, it's like, well, they're probably going to double down and have a crack. Yeah, or, totally. Or like go at it more efficiently. And you've seen, mm. you know, mm. hospitality businesses pivot and change and become more efficient in different ways and things yep. like that. It's not the same. No, it's mm. shit. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But, you know, it, so it kind of solidifies they're either going to double down on what they're doing and, and yep. ramp it up and go nuts yep. or they're looking at other options at the same time that yep. actually may be better for them as a family and mm. then i've got someone else who's yep. gone actually my business probably won't survive but yep. i've gone and found my passion in one of one of this person's amazing abilities is singing and it's like yep. i've I'm, I'm going for that now like mm. yep i've I've let it go. I've been distracting mm. myself from what it is I'm here to do. And I'm, mm. and I'm, this has allowed me to do more of this, you know, it's, yeah. it's, there's no right or wrong way about how this rolls for you. It's about what's best for you and how do you want to do it? And I saw a post, it was, I think it was last year and it was from a pilot who was like on Facebook mm. or LinkedIn and was like, I need work and I am willing to work. And if anyone has a job for me, and there were thousands of comments on this, and so I think there's that as well, right? Asking ourselves, is my ego getting in the way of asking for help mm. <laughs> and actually putting it out there and seeing what is available? Because I do think that this is that coming together part where there may be opportunities where we don't even know that they exist. Uh, and I even know last year, like I think about Iron Zoo um, in particular, because I know how much he flicked the switch. And then with my work, with our workshops, we just had to overnight take these immersive in-person experiences and flick the switch on all of them and put them on a computer. And it was like, or I could have sat there and gone, oh, I'm just going to quit. I'm just mm. going to like let it go. And then with um, your mate from Iron Zoo, it's the same. It's like, no, there, I can't imagine there's a personal trainer out there whose passion is to do them on Zoom. 
<laughs> right? But it's like we all had to take that moment to just go, okay, what can I do rather than, okay. and What can I do? What can I do? Which yeah. it's easy to get stuck in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it, it comes back to what question you ask yourself, you know, what's the, mm. you know, mine is what's the opportunity yep. that I'm missing out on, you know? Yeah. Mm. And that may be a challenge as well. Like the challenge, the opportunity may be a challenge to work on something mm. that you need to break through. So if people were wanting to come to your workshop, tell us a little bit and, and we'll obviously do the links and everything like that too. But when, what date is it? What time is it? It starts next Wednesday, which is the 18th of August. Uh, yep. We're doing eight lots of one hour Zoom calls. So a bit mm-hmm. of teaching and a bit of coaching and a bit of interaction on those. Yep. Um, 8 p.m. every Wednesday night for eight weeks. So I think that awesome. finishes around the 6th of October. Yep. Um, there'll be a private Facebook group, obviously, to have more discussions and all those sorts of things and have that chat and have that sort of um, camaraderie with like-minded other weirdos, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say that. Some people don't resonate with that term, but <laughs> other like-minded people who are on a similar journey to you. Um, yep. Obviously, it's the first time, but, you know, worksheets and all that sort of stuff will come from our discussions and our chats. I'm obviously pretty accessible yep. as well, so it would be more outside of that. There's yep. the VIP option if you want to work on me, work with, work on me, work with me one on one. There's a, like a VIP option which includes um, half an hour of a one on one, as well as everything else that's been mentioned as well. So yep. there's still an early bird there. I um, I might actually I'll do that after we get off the phone here. After we finish this t- chat, I'll do a um, I'll do the early bird um, all the way throughout for our press play listeners. So I'll um, yep. I'll add a coupon. And the code will be press play or awesome. one word or lowercase. Okay. Right. So that'll be the coupon for to maintain the early bird at any stage yeah. um, for the, the group part, not this, not the VIP part. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you, you know, if that's, um, if you need some assistance, um, yeah. but really want to do it, I'm more than happy to discuss that and, and yeah. come to a mutual arrangement around how we can do that. So yeah. it should, I'm really excited. I feel like, um, you know, I've, I've trodden the path, I've walked the path. Yeah, um, I've got some bruises and some scratches, and I've also got a big heart with it as well, and lots of learnings and a different person, and you know, and then integrating, you know, hanging out with other cool people and what I've learned from you know you and Cheese and a few other people as well, and just combining all that wisdom and experience. It's always an opportunity. Like I think, like for those of you and I, it's like we just can show you how not to do it the hard way. (laughs) Isn't that that experience? You know, don't 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 go don't go here for coffee. Don't go to all these places for coffee. Just go here. (laughs) You know, as a as a little example, Mm. bring it all back together. So So it should be really fun, and it should be like really specific to. You know, I feel like. It's, it, these topics are always pertinent, I think, yep. but they're exacerbated at the moment. And to really yep. dive deep into them, yep. get a bit dirty with them, feel mm. the uneasiness and stuff. I know that can be a bit scary, but going into that yep. and shining a light on that stuff and mm. then allowing yourself to ask better questions. And then, yep. hey, if you're still still doing exactly the same life, but you have that understanding of like, this is this is me and this is my path, this is what I'll do, mm. that clarity yeah is awesome but if you want to you know step the path and or change paths or create your own path like Mm. there's the opportunity for that as well so really looking forward to i'm really i'm really pumped about this one i don't usually get too excited but i'm pretty excited about this one and also i just want to encourage people when you're listening to know that like 
Sammy P and I are where we are because we have great teachers, we have great coaches mm. and I couldn't be where I am today and living this life without having had support along the way. And I get it. It can feel like a strange thing to be investing in yourself at this moment in time, but it is literally the greatest investment that you can make. Like when I still have conversations with clients and they're like, it feels like a luxury, I'm like, uh, being in this space of waking up happy, living on purpose, like really thriving through these times, it's not a luxury. It's our birthright. Mm. And it's just that we've got so many other conditions placed upon us. So just know that, it, like, give yourself that permission if it feels like aligned and just know that you can come out of this in a totally different place and position with so much more clarity about where you are, where you're going, and just feeling better about yourself and your life. And it's like, who doesn't want that, right? Yeah. Well, I think we've, you know, you've ticked a lot of goals in your life, like of the corporate life, you know, I've ticked the, you know, socially expected goals that we all thought were the ones that we were chasing and at the end of the day we still end up going well is this all there is you know yeah yeah but there's the the only thing that you can that changes that is the way that you look at it and your internal way about going about it Mm, totally i draw us a card and uh so all in all sign up Kylie, Kylie, it's, what's the word? The, the sister K stamp of approval. <laughs> I can even see the little like, is that like a little pink badge that I get on it's, that? It's embossed with gold. Oh, um, gold. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Today's card, uh, the perfection of your life. And it's actually got uh, the flower of life on it, which is one of my most favorite things. Um, it's kind of like that sacred geometry and I use it in the divine magnetism. The cards are the sacred rebel cards today. Your go-to the last few months. Hey? <laughs> we need a bit of rebel in us. Have you ever seen a storm pictured from above? It can appear to be so beautiful and elegant. This is certainly different to the ground view, which can be quite a violent experience. So too, there is great beauty in your life now. However, at the point in the natural process, you may be experiencing it as anxiety inducing rather than beautiful. You may sense it as internal chaos. You may feel it as something that is waiting to erupt from within as a restlessness or an anxiety that you cannot quite articulate but sense vaguely nonetheless. Perhaps the chaos is fully fledged and a personal situation in your life is causing all kinds of havoc upheaval or change and uncertainty in your world don't know what you're talking about (laughs) whether the chaos seems subtle strong internal or external this oracle brings the same message all is unfolding according to perfect higher order you are currently enduring a cosmic spiritual storm which is having an impact on you (laughs) it is clearing things out ruffling feathers and preparing you for a lovely, super fresh, uplifting feeling that one experiences after the storm has finally passed. Yes, everybody, it's a long storm. If you have drawn this, or uh, even if, uh, here we go, um, if you cannot believe there is anything happening, even at a subtle level, because you feel stuck, denied, bored, torted, or stale, this oracle brings you a message also. No matter what appears to be, in truth, there is only the unfolding creative genius of the universe. You are not forgotten. You have not been looked over. You have not been denied, found wanting or rejected unworthy. 
the storm that needs to erupt is in your own heart. Do your liberating rain dance, rage, weep, pray, dance, paint or sing. Express whatever is needed, however it is needed to exhaust the blocked energy in your heart. Then you will call on the powerful perfection of your life path as it aligns for the next creative turn of the spiral of life. Once again, you will trust and directly experience the flower of life unfolding within you and around you. Drop the mic, Sister yeah. Kay. That doesn't make any sense to anything going on right now. It's totally not relevant. And if we just honour all that has been experienced today, it's just an understanding that through these difficult times where difficult behaviours and personalities are at the forefront, we get to choose our choices, we get to choose our words, we get to choose our state of being, how we show up, who we show up as, the values that we align within, and also the way that we spend our time right now in terms of is it empowering me to move through this and thrive, to move through this and step into and onto a pathway that is serving yourself your family, your community at an even higher level and know that at any moment in time, whatever support that you need, Sammy P and I are here and we just welcome many of you to join his surviving and thriving and just as always, thank you so much for joining us today. It is a privilege for myself and I know Sammy P to do this work in the world and to be able to support and especially at this time, like I feel like this time is what I was preparing for the last 15 years. And so we don't take any of this lightly, though we may do it in fun, playful, real and random ways. Uh, it is such an honor. So thank you, Sammy P. Yes, thank you, Cora. Yeah, absolute honor and privilege to uh, tread the path with you and, uh, and to our listeners and, and followers and watchers um yeah that's yeah big love and compassion from and empathy coming from both of us everyone out there yeah um yes we may i definitely take the mickey but um there's there's a big heart behind all of that and, and we can it does, feel it <laughs> it does it does sound cliche but you know our biggest challenges become our greatest opportunities yeah and i know and cliche I know or not it, breathe i know it what in. it feels like yeah i know what it feels like to be in the middle of the challenge, on the other side of the challenge, yep. leaving the opportunity, yep. um, and so do you. And um, you can understand where you're coming from at the moment. So if you if you need assistance, reach out. If you um if you're aligned that you want to join the surviving the thriving in an uncertain world, uh, check out sunnyp.com.au uh, uh, for the details. That starts uh, Wednesday, August 18. Don't forget uh, our press play. Uh, crew, you are entitled to the early bird the whole time until it launches, uh, and that coupon will be called Press Play, all one word, all lowercase. You've been listening to the Press Play Cod podcast with Kyla T and Sunny P. We look forward to uh, chatting with you on the next episode. Cheers, guys. Over and out.